Yeah. Well, yeah. We sell crack to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episodes too, like Attack of the Clones. What till we break a bag and you hear the crack of the bone to get by? Just to get by, just to get by, just to get by. We commute the computer, spirits stay mute while your ego spread rumors. We survivalists turn to consumers. Just to get by. Hey, how you guys doing? This is from Comics Welcome to Podcast Number Comics. We have the full cast of characters on the line tonight for Podcast Number 49. Again, as we slalom quickly down the hill to Podcast Number 50. On the line tonight, we have the founders. Uh, founder number one, Big Hutch. Big Hutch, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? All right, Big Hutch is there. We have founder number two, Female Perspective. Female Perspective, say what's happening. Hola, what's up? And we have our two other contributors to the podcast. You've heard them on Who Day Over 40. If you listen to that, you've heard them on the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat. We have Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, say what's happening. What's up, my muties? Man, mutey, please, mutey, please. And then we have uh, my uh, Comic-Con compatriot from this past (laughs) weekend. It's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Konnichiwa, all you nerds out there. What's going on? Uh, we're good, man. So um, I just dropped a little note about uh, DC and DC-related properties here. We're going to get to that here in a little bit. Um, but our primary focus tonight is going to be Doctor Strange review uh, of the five of us. I think one, two, three, four of the five of us have seen it. So a solid. we can give you a solid B on Rotten Tomatoes or for a rating here. Uh, from the four of the five of us, and uh, we'll talk about that, and then we have a whole lot of nerd notes to jump through. Uh, but as usual, uh, are you drinking? Big Hodge, from yeah. your perspective, what are you drinking? I'm drinking my thing the moment, the end of the world, Belgian-style nice. triple ale. Very nice. Female perspective? Uh, Rex Elias Merlot, that's the rooster wine. Yes. The standard should be a sponsor for this podcast at this point in time. All right. Yeah, uh, Brother, Brother Beavis, um, last week or two weeks ago, you you may have been drinking the whitest thing that we had ever heard of. <laughs> if I, oh, you need with some golf probably, I might have to stop that. But I, I currently, I just, I have no drink in shame. I, I have nothing with me. Duly noted. <laughs> I'm sitting here holding a cat. I think that might put me in the same tone. (laughs) As long as you're stroking it lovingly. Um, And uh, Sandman, Pepsi or or tea? Uh, It's low and slow tonight, just the tea, nothing special. All right, there to go. Uh, I am on a shock top, who should also be a sponsor of this podcast at this point. All right. um, As always, we start off with the box office report. Female perspective will count us down from or up from the top five movies. I got a couple of stop signs in there. And the number one movie is going to be Doctor Strange, and that will kind of jump into our review after that. But what was the number five movie, female perspective? Uh, Give me a minute. Okay. Number five was Inferno at $6.2 million. Uh, Now, who is in that or what is that about? I don't even think I've heard of that. Ain't that the uh, Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, Tom mm, Hanks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, though, that's a uh, conspiracy whatever movie. Okay, that bombed out last week then. Everybody was thinking that was going to make a bunch of money, and then it didn't. Um, what are those okay. What are those movies? What are those books called? Da Vinci Code. Yeah, da Vinci it's, Code. it's part of yeah. that whole Da Vinci Code. Right. Yeah. yeah, Dan Brown is the author. He wrote a, a trilogy of it, I think. Yeah, and I think the first two movies were relatively monetarily successful, and the I think this one. Really was successful. The second one, yeah, did all right. Yeah, this one. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, this one would kill any movie, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Um, and okay, yeah, and that that bomb that bombed out kind of hard. Okay, yeah, that's kind of surprising. I never read the books and didn't see any of the movies. That's not in my wheelhouse which is going to come up here probably with this freaking Doctor Strange movie here, too. All right, uh, what was number four? Who on the dear Halloween? Oh, my God, you're kidding. It has made $64 million thus far on a $20 million budget. Damn. So, Uh, yes, that is still in the top five. 
I did have a stop sign there. It does say that it was so successful that it's probably going to spawn a Medea sequel for yeah, Boo right Halloween, well. which is good. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Look, man. Did you hear that he had gotten that idea from um, Chris Rock? No. You want to explain that? Yeah, one? Chris, um, if you've ever seen that movie by Chris Rock, Top 5, um, like when he's in, and there's a certain point in the movie where he's like walking and, and the marquee you see Boo of Medea's Halloween. And yeah. that's where he got the idea from. That's right. I heard, I heard that. Yeah. So I don't know. Chris Rock some of that loose. Yeah, give me that ten percent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to get to that point where I don't get upset about movies that aren't made for me. This movie's clearly not made for me. So, you know, good for the people that went and see it. Seen it. I don't know who saw it, but good for the people that went and saw it. If you like that shit, you like that shit. That's fine. Um, Somebody going to see it. Yeah. Yeah, $65 million, somebody went to see it. Uh, what's the number three movie? To see it now, it's like apparently $65 million worth of movies. So. Yeah, yeah, it must, mm, must be something there. I'm, I'm going to wait for that, that But I haven't seen any of the other ones, so I feel like I'd have to like binge to catch up so I really understood <laughs> the genre. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the problem now. There's just there's so many. It's just barriers to entry in the franchise. <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, how about it's like turning on Game of Thrones in season five? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, why don't you watch one episode of Meet the Browns and you'll be good? Mm. Yeah, yeah that should much. cover it. Yeah, any one of his TV shows or properties would cover it. Um, yeah, you should be good. <laughs> All right, what was the number three movie? Hacksaw Ridge. That made 14.7. Oh! <laughs> yeah. What was it again? That's the producer's again, boy, Sandy? if I recall correctly. What, what was it again, Sandy? Hacksaw Ridge. That's oh! the Mel Gibson <laughs> produced <laughs> Jurassic movie. Yeah. So, yeah, by uh, uh, Mr. Problematic himself. Um, uh, what's his, what, That's a... Uh, uh, that's Passion of the Christ Boy, right? Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I hear it's excessively violent, as his movies tend to be now, to, you know, maybe take now away from... he tends to be now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, he's he is what he is. I think uh, Toby, uh, the other Spider-Man is in that, not Toby McGuire, the, uh, the British Spider-Man, Gar- Gar- Andrew Garfield, I think. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I have a stop sign up for, Yeah, I have a stop sign up there too for um freaking uh the greatest generation uh movie people with the World War Two stuff. <laughs> it is is at a point it's almost nauseating. I mean look, I'm sure they did wonderful things and thank you for your freedom that I'm able to do this podcast and shit on what you did. But um, like enough already, man. <laughs> like, I mean, it is it is almost over. It is at the point of overkill. I mean, because you could name off the top of your head, you could name five World War Two movies within the last ten years that have been made about again the Greatest Generation. And again, the great what they did. Don't get me wrong, but like I'm good. I got it. It's almost like the slave narratives at this point for me. Like, I got it. Y'all did great. You're about to get angry telegraph from the greatest generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most folks got a lot of time and a lot of anger. <laughs> yeah, written. Uh, so, well, they're going to yeah. have their angry They're gonna have their angry moment on Tuesday, I believe. Um, mm. But we'll get to that yeah. near the end of the SGFUs. Um, right. But, yeah, I'm I'm good. Any but Y'all had a, anybody seen any of these movies up to the, the three here or any desire to see any of these movies? Well, I gotta um, see well, Boo, I, but that's it. I will mention. I, will mention that I, did, <laughs> I did see the accountant, and actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed that. I, mm-hmm. It was. It was the backstory of it was quite interesting to me. So, um, I would recommend that one. And you know, no, I'm not a big Ben Affleck fan, but I liked it. What's your name, okay. boy? <laughs> yeah. 
I'll leave it at that. I enjoyed the county. Oh, 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 Yeah, you passed that, and he gave you a layup, and you just passed on it. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good review for the accountant for female perspective. Uh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen any of these other three movies. Uh, and I don't think I have a desire to see any of them. To be honest with you, I probably got a better chance of seeing Medea of those three movies, uh, by far. <laughs> wow. Like that, by by far, I would see Medea over those other two movies, by far. And that tells you something, because y'all know how I feel about TP. Um, all right, number two movie. Number two is Trolls that made uh, $45.6 million on a $125 million budget. Wow. That's mm. the uh, cartoon remake of the cartoon and the toys of the 80s. Uh, I don't think the I know because I had this conversation with somebody. Was there a cartoon? I, I don't there remember was a cartoon. Troll. No, it was Okay. I don't remember the toy. Okay, maybe it didn't have a cartoon. I thought there was a cartoon in the 80s for the trolls, but maybe there wasn't. Even better, it wouldn't, I, we wouldn't have been watching it anyway. Um, but, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, anybody got a desire to see the trolls? Anybody have a troll doll? I think I do did have a troll doll, yes. <laughs> okay. I I, I know I didn't. Look too much like Montreachi to me. <laughs> uh, my awful. trolls were pewter based. Yes it is. And I used it for uh with rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> uh my trolls at this point are all over my Twitter feed. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Brother Beavis, no troll dolls. No, no, we're off. Uh, we're off school on Tuesday, so if I'm not in the basement building at the book, just in case, I might go try and sneak out and see it or something, just to keep my daughter busy. Yeah, well, I mean, your daughter's in the wheelhouse for that. Uh, mine's maybe a little bit old or older or too old for it. Um. I, it has a stop sign for me because Justin Timberlake is the lead troll, and yeah. uh, he's on my people I don't f with list. So um, <laughs> yeah. no, I would say yeah. I, I too probably have a troll made of lead somewhere in my house, probably painted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, the the '80s are. I don't know that it ever went away, but it's definitely back. Anything with an '80s feel or whatever to it is. They're gonna turn it into something, whether it be TV or movies or something. It's going to make its way back. You must literally like need a post-it note to pitch a 120 million dollar movie these days. Just like, yeah, Yeah. remember those things you stick on your pencil and they had crazy hair? We're gonna make a movie about that. (laughs) Oh, that is yeah. Let's make a movie about that. 120 million. Yeah, great job, Blake. I mean, it, it it might not even been a post-it note, dude. It's, it's probably a, a freaking drunken thing on a bar. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I was just drawing these things, man. That's a troll. Let's make a movie about that. Okay. Um, yeah. And it made $45 million. I mean, that's going to be a mildly successful movie, even with that huge budget like that. It's going to make its money. So How much uh, was the budget? 125 was the budget. Wow. Yeah, but it made $45 million domestically. You know, that's a, a it's probably an $80 million movie, probably, yeah. maybe more. It might make its money back. Yeah, it'll probably make yeah. its money back. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be a troll sequel, but nobody's losing jobs or corner offices over it. So, I right. mean, you know, it is what it is. Uh, right. So, the number one movie is Doctor Strange. I think it made close to $85 million over the weekend. Again, we got um, an 80% uh, watch rate here, the people on the podcast. We're going to spoil as well. I'll post this probably on Tuesday, so that will have given you, it opened on Thursday, that would have given you, you know, four or five days of chances to see it. So if you hadn't seen it by now, you listen to this podcast, a TT. Um, all right, so we'll go around the room of the people that had seen it. I saw Miss uh, Female Perspectives review um, on her text. Uh, I didn't hear Brother Beavis's yet, and I got Sandman's early on the night of the event. So um, let's go while they're fresh, and I'll kind of just jump in. Uh, female perspective. Uh, go ahead. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was an average story that was enhanced by CGI to make it look better or to make it more entertaining. But the overall story, the just the narrative of it was average at best to me. So, yeah, you take the CGI out of it, it's 
Okay. Uh, Brother Beavis. I that's uh that was very well said. Uh, I think it was it was you know it was in the passable range for Marvel. It's basically like as good as Thor with the villain from Thor two. I think that yeah. the casting of <laughs> Doctor Strange was like so safe that I mean he was fine, but it like it was nothing special. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean it was it was and, fine. And can I ask why why are they pushing this guy so much? Benjamin well, so they the Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. They are seriously pushing this dude, and I mean pushing him hard. Well, he, was he was Doctor Who. Why? He was Doctor Who. And Sherlock. And Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah, he was. He Sherlock. He played Sherlock on television. I think it's on uh, uh, yes, PBS. Yeah. BBS. Oh, okay. Right. And he but, I mean, even played yeah. Smog the Dragon on uh, the Hobbit movies. Right. I'm, I'm Not that you would know. <laughs> 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 And then also, wasn't he, um, he was in something else. He was in Star Trek. Yeah, he was yeah. in he was, yeah, he was yeah, he Star was Trek. He was average in Star Trek. He didn't stand well, out that either. He's a good actor, but it didn't really make a lot of sense casting him as Khan in Star Trek. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I have no real problem with him. You know, it's one of those situations where he filled out the suit. That's basically all I could say. You know, he filled out the suit. He looked the part of the person that's in the book, and that's pretty much it. Um, as far as the movie goes in and of itself, I thought I, I called it an international viewing. Um, so any of the uh, special effects were going to be kind of dulled down on that for me. Um, I just thought it was, it was just kind of like, okay, this was something that they've made. I didn't really think anything of it. Female perspective, I love to hear this. I was like, all right, so this is like Batman Begins. The yeah. Matrix, um, uh, that other movie that uh, Nolan made, um, Inception, it didn't make no sense. Inception. Yeah, Inception. Yeah. and like it was just a, a, a hodge. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a hodgepodge <laughs> of other movies, and I was kind of eh, probably maybe forty-five minutes in, I was like, I just want to get to to the Easter eggs because I don't, you know, I was pretty much done. I, I didn't really enjoy it all that much. I'd have. There's 40 years plus of comic book history that I have. My Doctor Strange history, you could fit into a thimble. And um, so you would really be starting from scratch for me. And that's a good thing and a bad thing because I can't be like, oh, well, that's the whatever. And everything would have to be explained to me. And they did enough, I guess. But I'm not really in. I was just thinking as I was watching, I was like, I'm not really into magical and mystic, myst- mystical movies and that kind of stuff. I'm just not. You know, like I'm not into sorcery and that kind of stuff. And, it, you know, a movie like that might be a little bit lost on me. Um, Sandman. Yeah. Um, I it, night. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought um, I actually, of all of us, I think I probably liked it the most. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the acting was uh, pretty good for the most part. I, I liked him as um, strange. Uh, I know a little more about him, I think, than most people. Here, so um, he, um, people are comparing him to just another version of Tony Stark. I could see how they would say that, but um, there are differences. I like how he played him. He's a pretty arrogant character, like Tony Stark, but it's there are differences if you know what to look for. Um, obviously, they're pretty much selling this movie on the special effects. The plot is okay. For I mean, they had to do an origin story, and they they did it pretty rapidly. If you, you know. Um, to try to get it out of the way. You could feel that, at least I thought so, uh, watching it. They basically just wanted to get onto the special effects, but I saw it in 3D, and they, they were tight, I have to admit. They were pretty good. So um, Disney knows how to please people, man. You know, you know, you may not like them, but they know what people want, and they're not afraid to give it to them. So I thought it was good, not great. Okay. Middle double yeah, I mean, um, Marvel movie. Yeah, did, and did anybody have a problem with... Um, the ancient one being played by Tilda Swinton. I thought she did the best acting acting job. <laughs> um, I think Tilda Swinton's probably the best actress in almost anything that she plays in because she's a really good actress. However, um, mm-hmm. by shaving her head and trying to make her look like she was Asian, you could have just cast an Asian person in that role. Yeah, I um, yeah. 
because it kind of felt like it should have been an Asian, you know, actor, and mm-hmm. that they just filled it in with someone else. So that was kind of my takeaway from it. But yeah, well, they're just trying to get that Yang money. They just wanted to get that China. I mean, they wanted to reset in China, and they didn't didn't want to piss anybody off in China. That's basically what that whole thing was about. I thought she, I thought her, you know, she was fine, whatever, uh, you know, and but I thought she was just like disjoint with the rest of the movie. Like she stood out. She was like very alien. I think it would have been better if it had been an Asian character. I mean, she stood I, out like I think that's what on Miami though. Beach. Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I I agree with you because I think she did a great job. I mean, she's a she's a great actress anyway, but it just felt like that role should have really been played by an Asian actress, and it, it should have been. It felt a little disjointed there, but yeah. I mean, yeah. And again, from whatever I've seen, the whole thing felt a little disjointed. Um, and I, I mean, again, it's a mid-level, near the bottom of the heap, I would say, bottom level of the Marvel movies. And it was really just a placeholder to give us something to talk about before yeah. whatever comes out next year. Uh, we get so, Spider-Man next year and uh, and the Thor movie next year. I mean, it was really just a placeholder. So the first line of the first credit scene is like, so there's wizards in, in Earth now. That was the whole point of the movie. It was right. the whole point of the movie yeah. existed was to introduce the multi dimensions, the extra soul gem, and to set us up for craziness in the Infinity War. That's it. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And it, it, it was a total placeholder. If we get a Doctor Strange two, that would be probably the biggest upset um, ever. Uh, I know it may, it's yeah. going to make its money. It's going to make some money, but I don't know if anybody's walking out of the movie theater like, man, I can't wait to see Doctor Strange too. I, w- um, I wonder too if if the if the revenue is just based on the fact that there are not other movies out. They have not been for a while, other than right. well, originally this was supposed to be out <laughs> in July though. They waited on Cumberbatch because he had another oh, yeah. um, movie or whatever he was doing at the time, so they delayed it three or four months so he could star in it. So. That's a great thing. That was not yeah. a yeah. That's not a summer release. Um, no, they, I think it would have been did a very n- good job. anywhere near yeah that much money. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. All right. So yeah. So we're all kind of mid range on it. You know, Sandman's a little higher than the rest, but it is a mid range Marvel movie. Nothing. No, no multiple showings for this one, Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> nah. This is a this is a DVD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get it on the I mean, the, the effects are tight enough. I get it on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we move out of the box office, of course, and jump straight into nerd notes. Uh, I got six notes. We'll hit them around the table here um, fairly quickly. Um, this, And I said this to you before we started recording. This is going to come off as anti-DC. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. And so, well, let's just what? keep swimming towards us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here, Will Smith. <laughs> Let's keep swimming in the stream, uh, you know. I guess, um, but it, it wasn't meant to be. I was just kind of strolling through the through the page to see all the notes that I had posted during the week to Facebook, and I'm like, man, this is a bunch of DC stuff in here. So, but none of it's necessarily good. All right, um, did y'all see the Wonder Woman trailer? It did drop earlier this week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It make you hopeful for this movie. I, it, it's the only DC movie that I'm actually looking forward to, to be honest with you. So uh, the trailer probably it could have been worse, but it made me at least still. It didn't make me dislike it or this. You know, it didn't dissuade me from anything about wanting to see the movie. Anybody else? I mean, it looked good. Um, I mean, I'm very wary about trailers these days. Hell, I mean that Batman and Superman World War II movie? trailer looked good. World War, World War, War One. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, so take for that for what it's worth. So, you know, I'm cautious of optimism. Battlefront. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought the trailer was well done. It looks great. She looks great as Wonder Woman. She did in Batman vs Superman as well. So there's no issue. Yeah. Her, I think with her. Um, but the nerd note for no nerd number one was that. Um, it came out that they're not going to touch on Wonder Woman's bisexuality in um, this movie. Like, it's not going to be 
not going oh, to touch was, on it. You knew that so, was coming. Yeah, my thought yeah. was, did, was, did anybody think that they were going to touch that on their mainstream movie? Big Hush did, yeah. And, and I no. think you and I both agreed that, that it probably would not be addressed, and we were correct. I knew they probably, because that's the no. safest route to go. No, um, they're trying to make that Big, money. <laughs> but Big right. Hush thought that they would address it. Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think that they would touch that. I thought that uh, as soon as Steve Trevor was in it, I was like, well, there's your, your love interest, so that they're going to have to play that route or play it up. Um, they weren't going to do anything to offend white male fanboys. Right. Um, exactly. so they, well, that, that like was, I said, they're going to play it safe. Yeah, completely safe. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like I said, I wasn't really surprised. That was a water is wet. Like anybody thought that that was going to happen, was probably being overly optimistic about that. All right, uh, nerd note number two, and again, it's all DC stuff. Uh, it was posted today or this week that the Batman script, the Ben Affleck Batman movie, has problems. Uh, they're concerned yeah. about the script already. <laughs> they're concerned about the script already. That it might have. Yeah, this is also water is wet news as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but basically just, you know, concerns over the script about Batman. And another, which we would be, I think, Brother B, is this the 10th Batman movie? I think um, is what we had said, if you count 66 or 9th, something like that, just just solo Batman movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's but it, a lot of movies. what I read about it was it was less of, you know, particular Batman script issues and more like the studio was like so. Like they, you know, they have people that know the property. They're like, we really should do this, this, and that. Like, so it's still going to make hundreds of millions of dollars. So why bother? That was that right. was more what I read, which is like just the apathy of like, yeah, you know, this this, this means nothing to us other than revenue. And uh, your your concerns over continuity and characterization uh, are not at all reflected in our statistical analysis of income. So. Yeah. <laughs> And they wonder why they keep falling on their face with their damn right, exactly. DC universe. And, that, right. and that's why the first one turned out the way it did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. When I think they think that, well, because Affleck's in it, he's going to pump up the script or whatever. I'm like, well, he's like writing or producing it. Y'all, y'all are going to stress Batman out to the point that, you know, he can't make everything good. Like, it's just not possible, you know. And <laughs> right. he might be on a hot streak for certain things, but, you know, hot streaks do end. And if, um, it, but it, it, in a sense that Brother Beavis is what they're saying is true. You know, it's going to make a bunch of money regardless because people will blindly go follow Batman stuff. Like, oh, Batman, he's the best name, crazy world detective. So it won't really matter, you know. <laughs> you know, it, it won't. It really won't. So, I mean, in a sense, that is true. Sticking with Deathstroke as your villain is a problem as it is for me. That's just going to be an issue. And not even because he's not a Batman villain. He's just like a sucky villain. <laughs> Well, in that sense, he is, Hutch. He is in that sense. I mean, he's an assassin. Like, he's an assassin. It doesn't make any sense for it to be in a Batman movie. You know, Batman cares about Gotham. He doesn't care really so much about anything, you know, in that sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's got to go and save. I mean, that's better than a dude that walks around with a question mark on his outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. There is that, too. I understand. All right. We yeah, we could we could have people with pitchforks and torches outside the Brothers Comics office if we wanted to be on the, Bat, the Batman Rogues Gallery in a podcast sometime. You want to be, you want this mother burned down? Yes, we will. Nice. Uh all right. Uh so keeping that in mind, nerd note number th- uh three. Uh, they've cast the person that's going to play Stephen, Steppenwolf, uh, the villain in the Justice League movie, uh, where they're finally going to get the Justice League together and give you a villain that essentially nobody has ever heard of before. Um, Steppenwolf as the, as the Justice League villain, uh, Big Hotch. Uh, awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I barely know who Steppenwolf is. And I really want to sing this old 70s song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, since, I'm in, since I'm in my basement, I'm going to turn this over to the last of the crickets that made it in over the fall. <laughs> for the commentary on Stephen Wolf. 
Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like I'm, there are not there are not uh, other characters of interest around that, like because that's he's in the dark side family, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. His uncle or something. Or something. Yeah. There are other interesting characters that other pe- that someone may have heard of. I don't know. Man. I don't know why yeah. you don't. I mean, do you if you don't shoot your load too quick with Brainiac or Darkseid, I guess. But uh, Steppenwolf is not exactly the first yeah. person I would have chose from. Of I'm all, assuming uh, he's strong so and he shoots energy beams. I'm assuming that's. I mean, yeah. pretty much. I think he's got like an axe or something, and I don't know. Yeah, he's he's, he's an obscure one. He's obscure. I mean, with the capital O. Mm. Yeah. Wow. The hell? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Sorrow out there, or I mean, good grief, man. Mm. I don't know. I I smell more Zack Snyder in that that decision. Just one bad decision after another. Well, he he is who he is. Um, So they're changing. Yep. No, he's not. Um, all right. Uh, nerd note number four. We can get off DC for a second. Um, or maybe we can't. Thank Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Straight dinky. Um, okay. Okay, yeah, we can get off DC for a second. Nope. Let's stay back there. Uh, it also <laughs> came out Damn. this week. Well, the, uh, yeah. The Flash director, Rick Fumiyama, uh, who it came on as the second director after, uh, I think, Justin Lin or somebody else that dropped out of The Flash. He also dropped out, so now they're looking for their third director for The Flash as they attempt to build their DC cinematic universe, having a hard time getting people staying on. Um, I got into it with some people on Twitter before. It was like, you know, even though they're like, oh, well, directors drop all the time. I'm like, that is true. But when you're trying, when you're trying, well, when you're trying to, well, when you're trying to build, uh, like world build, which is what they're trying to do, when you do that, even if a director drops out, pieces of him will still wind up in each of those scripts. And so now you have this disjointed script with a little bit of this and a little bit of that and then a little bit of the new dude, and then you get that kind of jumpy inconsistency, which you see in DC movies as it is. And so I'm like, yeah, that's it's not a great thing for them. It's not. Like, they need some sort of consistency, like, throughout, and they don't have any of it. And they just kind of throw one on the wall and see what's going to stick. And that's pretty much what DC's been doing since they tried to build their the the extra universe, Sandman. Yeah, it made it worse that uh, this is a black director, um, uh, Rick Famuyiwa. Uh, yeah, he was a brother, and I think it was during Comic Con. You know, they DC's trying to get any traction they can, so they were parading all these different directors out. And there was, um, uh, I forget the Aquaman director. He's a uh, Asian. The Patty Jenkins is the Wonder Woman director, female, mm-hmm. and he's a black director for Flash. So you know, they were patting themselves on the back, parading them all out there. And now, lo and behold, he said, to hell yeah. with y'all, and and yeah. went on down the line. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they got problems, man. This is the third or fourth, actually, director that's kind of uh, passed on this. Um, I'm, Warner I'm Brothers. Is, uh, yeah. Brothers, one brother's got enough whatever to be walking away from millions of dollars. But you're looking mm-hmm. at it in a different perspective that – Obviously, you know, a director is an artist regardless. He is an artist. And so if, yeah. he, doesn't res- if they, he doesn't think they're going to respect his version of art and they keep messing with his version of art, he's going to be like, you know what? This is not my version of art. I don't want to deal with this. So forget y'all, yeah. no matter how much money it is. I'm sure he got his upfront money and he just, you know, he won't get his back end money, period. And, and plus, if the movie bombs, it's going to fall on him. And right. that yeah, oh yeah. right. that will yeah. be a part of his reputation. You see Zack Snyder, yeah. I'm giving a fuck. You know, he ruined Zach his reputation. Zack Snyder. He can afford to do that. Black <laughs> yeah. people can't afford to do that, that's what I'm saying. Cash <laughs> right. <to> check. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Black directors might get one chance at this. I mean, it's really Eminem, right. you know. You only get one but shot. Yeah, it's a chance to flow. He's more concerned about his, he's probably more concerned about if it's bomb, then it's going to fall on him. You better get your Eminem on. That's not it. I'm giving a crap. Get your Eminem on. Mom's against shit. Cast him check. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, sorry, that's the last anti-DC note. 
Um, there's one. I, I, I pulled this one straight from Female Perspective and Hutch. Uh, John Singleton had a show optioned out by the CW that he's pitching, and it got picked up by the CW called Straight Out of Heaven. Uh, it's a uh-huh. inspirational show of rappers that are, uh, but it's an inspirational show with religion and rappers, uh, you know, pitching, uh, rapping their way through tough times in Los Angeles. Straight Out of Heaven. Uh, what? John Singleton. <laughs> wow. Yeah, John <laughs> Wow. <laughs> John Singleton. Yeah, I was uh, you. Wow. <laughs> the director of one of the Good finest uh, hood black movies of of, of recent mem- memory uh, has been reduced to straight so, out of heaven on so the CW. It's based on, it's based on angels rapping. Or... Yes, angels rapping. Is this, wow. is this like cop rock or something? Oh my god, boy, this sounds good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like Empire and um, like Empire and uh, Super Andrew. Like, I think more like <laughs> that Roma Downey show uh, from back in the day. Um, yeah, it, 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 I, mean, I don't know, but <laughs> if there was some show on CBS, yeah, it's not mm. good. Uh, okay. I mean, but they got yeah. Lucifer on. That reminds me of how bad Suicide Squad was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to leave DC off the hook. Oh, for my bad, season. my bad. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> well, just one blow um, after another. <laughs> yeah. But just uh, uh, more than anything, Singleton. yeah. What happened? To, what happened to John Singleton? That this is where he wound up. You know, exactly. twenty-five yeah. years later. Exactly. Mm, yeah. That's what yeah. Trying to prevent. What you mean? Trying not to turn into uh, having to do projects like that. Well, what the, uh, he passing up WC or uh, Warner Brother movie? Oh, well, apparently he passed it up because he thought it was going to stay. So there you go. You do them things. No. That's what so for. You do them things. No. <laughs> 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 yeah, he'd be lucky. Uh, Oscar director Lexi Alexander, friend of the show who came on this podcast, said, when you make bombs like that and you're a woman or a uh, person of color director, you get put in director's jail. Right. And oh, you're, yeah. not getting, yeah. you're not getting out. You may not recover from it. Right. No, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you're on the band well, list after that. So his court, you he, might can't have to he can't afford to, to gamble like that on something he knows what he feels isn't going to be a decent. You might not get a, a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a tough call, but you know he he made the best decision. I think he whatever for his family, but um, yeah. John Singleton, yeah, we'll see you around, dude. Yeah, uh, I hope he got his right. money up front. I hope he did too. Um, and then the last nerd note I had here before we get to the STFUs is um, there's a Predator reboot, another one, uh, starring Olivia oh. Munn coming Good. out. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so really, <laughs> a, yeah, Predator reboot, which I guess would be the third reboot. Uh, no, the, the third or fourth. Yeah, well, there's the original with there's with the there's the Schwarzenegger one, and then uh, Danny Glover. Uh, I don't they count the Danny right. Glover as a. Re- then they had the Predator versus Alien. Yeah, yeah, there was that. Right. Right. Yeah, there was a predator with um uh, with the dude from um with the Adrian Brody. Brody. Adrian Brody. So this would be like the fifth one. Yeah, um, there's too many of them no matter what. Yeah, I think they well, there had two Alien versus Predator, so this will be the sixth one. Yeah, two Alien versus Predator, right? Right. Yeah, they they I think they said enough in the first uh, Predator. Like I'm good. Like I didn't need another one, but I like the Danny Glover one. I think some people think it's I inferior, but I like the Danny Glover one. <laughs> right. It was entertaining. The, yeah, I the like new that. one. The new one was not that bad. The yeah, the ones that are on the plane are terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the AVP yeah, ones are not good. That was pretty good. I didn't think that one was that horrible either. That was awful. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, Olivia Munn is moving into that list of people that I don't mess with. By the way, um, I just can't. Like I just don't. She's not. I'm not a fan. I was a fan on mm-hmm. Attack of the Show, but pretty much since Attack of the Show, anything that she's really been in, I've kind of hated. Um, so yeah, kind of done with Olivia. Is that the actress from um, uh, X Men? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, good in, actress uh, might be in quotation. So uh, <laughs> I might get in trouble for saying this, but she was good. In, she was good in Magic Mike. Cricket. You saw that, huh? Okay. You might need to go back. To, you might need to go back to drinking your um, cucumber water. See, you guys don't understand. You don't. You don't understand. You don't get to drag your wife to comic book movie after comic book movie after comic book oh, movie if you don't make yeah. a concession in case. Yeah, you you have to put in some Duly. time. I, I I got you. I got you. Duly noted. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. And real quick, we'll get to the STFUs. We're gonna, it'll be a short podcast tonight. Um, I got. Uh, anybody got any STFUs? And I don't have my sounder. Heinz Ward. Yeah, Heinz Ward, of course. <laughs> Perpetual. <laughs> Gets one there forever. Heinz Ward. Thank you. Uh, I I do got one. This. I mean, well, uh, Brother B was can relate to this. Uh, I, I saw this thing online. It said Neiman Marcus. Uh, uh, retail store, or whatever, was selling collard greens uh, for sixty dollars uh, to what? people. Yeah, sixty dollars for, for collard. Yeah, Neiman Marcus for one. But two, it was not on the onion. Yeah, it was not on the onion. Beyond that, sixty dollars for collard greens. You could get almost a year's supply of collard greens for sixty dollars. Like a like a bowl of collard greens and a bowl of unseasoned collard greens from Neiman Marcus for sixty dollars, and they were sold out. Damn. Uh, that's some high quality collard greens. Man, they took grandma with some The only uh, reason collard greens cost sixty dollars is you gotta drive all over trying to find ham hocks or the fucking neck or whatever that bone yeah. is. <laughs> like shit, they don't have it here either. Oh man. Well, you can buy yes. it in the in the hood. <laughs> 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 Unless Jesus grew the collard greens, I'd be I don't know what the hell. Yeah, that is awful. Wow, like sixty dollars for collard greens. What? Right. Right. I'd be interested in seeing what those $60 taste like. I'd be interested, but I ain't paying for them. They came from Neiman Marcus. You know exactly what they taste like. Unseasoned, freaking <laughs> soaked in the record. <laughs> it's actually just spinach. The label looks nice. Yeah, come on, man. You know exactly what it tastes like. Um, <laughs> anybody got any other ones? I, I'm about to... To 2016 in this tank ass election cycle. I'll yeah, I'm ready for this to be over with. Wednesday when this shit is over. Yeah, I, yeah. I think a lot of people feel that way. All yeah, yeah. All yeah this has been a bad one. <laughs> yeah, it needs to go away. I was just saying, I'm t- I, I don't need to see any more election commercials. I'm so over it. Like, so yeah, over it. Yeah. Overload. Yeah. I'm looking forward to waking up out of my coma and finding out this was all hallucination. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did have this. I did have a note for somebody. That somebody wrote an actual article that said that you know that we should have you know somebody nothing that nobody's talking about is that you know should be having sympathy for the Trump supporters. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like you know people's making fun of them and all their yeah. intelligence and all that. I'm like, yeah, they should be. <laughs> yeah, let's well, have is. a national talkback internet chat room, people too. I mean, let's have a day for for them, those folks. Yeah, the the, yeah. The, yeah. The, the darkest fucking spot of humanity. Let's, yeah. let's, let's put. Yeah, the people on four, for them. the people on four chan and Brebert definitely need Oof. to be felt sorry for. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Like, are you kidding? Like, I have no sympathy at all for these people. At all. Like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, those people? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, so there's an FTSU for them. Um, uh, th- there was Shaq, too. Uh, Shaq had this thing. I know. Yeah, he, he's I gotten an award a couple of weeks on this show. Uh, he came and he has said that... Um, he he um he doesn't get in trouble with the police uh because you know he shows respect for them and that's why he never has any problems when he's gotten pulled over it has maybe nothing to do with the fact that you're seven foot four three hundred and fifty yeah. pounds and quite possibly the most recognized person on the planet 
Like, well, is is he also not actually police? Does he not yeah, hold he's some also shenanigans badge or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, think he is. Right. I think he's, yeah, yeah, he's a reserve yeah, officer in multiple right. areas. Yeah. Doesn't somebody do a shack imitation? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, I have a shack imitation. Yeah, shack. I, mm. I have a shack imitation. It takes a little while to warm it up, though. Hold on. Because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get pulled over by police. You know, I show them respect. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that's why, you know, having, you know, um, you know the shack. Shazam. All right. Thanks.
Uh, I have to get the review up for the Tampa Bay MegaCon. Sandman and I attended that last weekend. Uh, it was a good time. Great con. Um, uh, it was a good time. And I posted pictures all through uh, all the social media uh, outlets for, that we have for uh, for Bros. Comics. I'll have to get that up. We have the, uh, the Paradise City Comic Con December 9th, 10th, and 11th in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I'll be doing a panel on representation in, in comic books uh, that Saturday. Uh, so we'll try to have uh, brother uh, brother Franklin try to record that and get it up for everybody uh, when I do that uh, in December. And uh, I don't think that I think that's about it for all the brothers' comics business. I don't think I'm missing anything. Uh, we will have the Thursday night comic book chat this week as we walk our way through some of these X Men titles again. Get out of this brood saga. That's brooding the brood. And um, like I said, as we get to podcast fifty. And again, you can find this podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher. On SoundCloud, subscribe, leave a leave a note, um, leave a review, all of those types of things. Especially subscribe and review that helps us out a lot when you guys do that. Um, all right. So I am the producer, and I'm going to sign off. We'll go around the table. Uh, Brother Beavis, sign off. I'll catch you guys next time. All right, Brother Beavis, and same man, sign off. All right, y'all. See y'all after the election. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll make it there. Hopefully, hopefully. it's not for the purge. Hopefully it's not mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> female perspective sign off. Adios from the female perspective. All right. And then Big Hutch. Yo, Kobe. I my ass <laughs> He never misses a moment, y'all. It's just an absolute layup. Never misses a moment. All right. Y'all take it easy. We'll see you for Podcast 50. Peace. Peace. Peace.